everyone and welcome back to Korean Unfiltered, the platform where we have expats tell their stories. Today I am joined with a different guest. I have known this friend for a pretty long time and it's funny because we met on a client basis. Yeah. I think you were actually a client that I was working for, te yes. technically. So I'm super excited to introduce you guys to my friend, Monica. Welcome to Hi. the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first time doing a podcast. She literally doesn't even post pictures on Instagram. Yeah, I'm... Uh, You're very private. Yeah, I smooth on Instagram. Yeah, and she'll I've stalk, but she's not going to post her face on, no, on Instagram. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know all the details. She knows all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Monica keeps the tea, for sure, for sure. But welcome to to the to the show do you want to introduce yourself so mm -hmm. i'm from america born and raised in new jersey <laughs> i thought you were gonna say barbados or something i don't know <laughs> the way he paused i was like girl you know you're american right <laughs> uh, uh -huh. oh you're a jersey girl born and raised in jersey you didn't know that i was from new jersey i knew you were from new jersey but i don't know why i thought you were born in korea and then you immigrated to the states no you're you're mistaking me for another korean <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, don't try to tell my audience I'm racist or something here. No, literally, I, I, I don't know why I thought that. Which is crazy because your name is Monica. You don't have a Korean name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a Korean yeah, name. Yeah, I always found that so interesting. Well, my parents didn't have time for me, so they were just like, they didn't oh, remember to give me a Korean interesting. name. interesting. Have you ever been like, I want a Korean name? Um, No. no. Really? I think I was very different as a kid yeah. because I didn't like following... Mm. what other people were doing yeah. the trends then during that time when we were growing up mm -hmm. it was very clicky and i wasn't really into that type of lifestyle yeah it's quite pretty much like a self loner. like independent type thing yeah. yeah okay so i can see why you don't have korean name i remember one time i saw your your name written and it was just monica and i was like yeah girl you forgot to write your real name yeah. and you're like what's my real name and my like, korean id is um, yeah literally monica monica yeah. yeah i was like that's so interesting so you Born and raised in Jersey, and how did you end up coming to Korea? So, long story short, mm -hmm. I came to Korea first time mm -hmm. when I was 19. Mm -hmm. oh, you came for like young. Yeah, it was for a very short summer program mm -hmm. at Yonsei. Oh, everybody goes to Yonsei. Yeah, and so I, I went to school in Manhattan, mm -hmm. but I really wanted to experience the, the city life because where I grew up in New Jersey, it was mm -hmm. very white. Mm -hmm. Oh, like suburbs, maybe? Yeah, it was yeah. very suburban. I wanted the to experience different cultures mm -hmm. and different, pretty much, like, go outside the box. Yeah. But because everyone was kind of doing the same thing, their goals were very similar. Yeah. I didn't feel satisfied with where I was right. living. Right. I didn't feel like I was able to grow in the way that I wanted to in terms of even, like, my career, mm -hmm. but also, like, self self-growth yeah self-growth mm -hmm. so i decided to, to go to school in manhattan mm -hmm. but i realized that everyone that i went to school with were pretty much the same types of people that i went to oh. high school with oh okay okay, okay so okay, yeah. and also manhattan is just not a place where you're gonna it's it's not a great environment for students because everything is really expensive it's very pricey. everyone is old <coughs> oh because yeah. only old folk can, you know, yeah. everything is expensive. You yeah. don't got money out there like that. So basically, I wasn't getting what I wanted. Yeah. And at that time, like, you know, you go through a lot of stuff. It's a big change in your life because I was living in dorms. Mm -hmm. And while it was 
um, a good experience for me to be outside of my family home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I it's the best experience. Yeah. When you leave the house. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I, I started like spiraling. Downward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> spiraling <laughs> up. <laughs> and these people spiral up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the first one. So you started downwards. Yeah, yeah. I was. Oh no. It it was a little bit hard for me to adjust to that life because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a bunch of different things. Yeah. But basically, long story short, I came to Korea mm-hmm. to see if there's a little bit something else that it can offer me. Yeah. And actually, the diversity in Korea is insane because I there's so many different types of people that mm-hmm. I've met here than I have ever in America. In New York? Oh, wow. Yeah. That is crazy. From different cultures, from different cultures. Oh, that countries. is true. Yeah. yeah. There's like a lot of different people from different countries here. And right. did you choose Korea because you were Korean or did you choose it because of like the passport, the visa? Like what, uh, what made you choose to come to Korea? So basically my mom, she planted the seed mm-hmm. when I was young. She wanted me to like try do like a study abroad program mm, yeah. when I was in college. Mm-hmm. But but at that time, I was in high school, and I mm-hmm. wasn't really into it. Yeah. But because of, you know, my, like, my college life was not what I wanted, I decided to, like, just try it out and mm-hmm. see what happens, and I ended up really enjoying it. So after that really short summer program, I went back mm-hmm. for a spring, full spring semester. Yeah. And after that s- spring semester mm-hmm. i decided to take a, a year off from college mm-hmm. to intern in korea oh so i was i was okay. really lucky and i was able to get an internship a couple of internships at two pretty well-known companies yeah yeah and it really opened my eyes to the possibilities of who i can become mm-hmm. oh we love that yeah so when i went back to america i felt uh, like you were like this is not for me anymore. yeah like you know like that the post depression you know yeah, you're just like mm, yeah this is not gonna do for me and i the the one thing that i realized that i really dislike is being put in a box yeah you feel like in america you were put in a box yeah i mean okay. besides the fact that i'm asian mm-hmm. obviously there is there's gonna be some like setbacks with that right in terms of race but I think being in Korea and being able to experience and having more opportunities in general yeah. just made me grow faster. Mm-hmm. Um, I Not grew faster. Grow faster? <laughs> you said it made me grow faster? <laughs> now you're opening your heart out and I'm over here grammar. <laughs> no, I was like, she was, was like, like pouring her heart and I'm like, it's like, is it's that the grammar? I've been here for a while, so I don't know. That's okay. I can't think the of greatest Korean English right now. So. Okay. okay. Oh, I almost died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 this bit was like, shut up. <laughs> uh-huh. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I've been here since I officially started living here in 2015. Dang. Yeah, so it's been a while. <gasps> While you were in Korea, do you think there are any, like, hardships you faced? And I find this question really interesting because you're mm. Korean-American. Like, you're not, like, you know, white or some other type of Asian. So I'm like mm-hmm. very curious to hear what type of hardships you've had as a Korean American living in Korea or as you living in Korea. This does not only define your race or anything like that. Just like you as a person. What? Because I spent pretty much my entire 20s in Korea. Mm-hmm. I'm 30 now. Mm-hmm. So 
in, in your 20s is like the, the time where you're self-discovering yourself mm -hmm. and really figuring out what you are, I mean, who you are, what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So it was a big struggle, mm -hmm. but I don't think I would have been able to grow as much as I have mm -hmm. if I was still in America. Mm, in terms of like, like personality, emotionally, like what type of growth are we talking? Everything. Everything, really? In my career, like I've always said, like my life and my work is completely separate, mm -hmm. but I realized recently <laughs> that my life is my work. Yeah, I define myself yeah. through my career. Yeah, yeah. So because of that, I realized a lot of setbacks that I've had is mostly things that I pull myself back on mm -hmm. personally, like, you know, not putting myself out there yeah. or being a little bit timid mm -hmm. or not taking initiative. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's for anyone, mm -hmm. but for me personally, that was something that the hardest I've struggled with because of the things that I've experienced back when I was younger. Yeah. So to have this type of environment where I'm really by myself yeah. and trying to find um, my people, I mm -hmm. guess, it's it's been a journey, mm -hmm. but I don't think it would have turned out the way it has if I was still in America. If you're still back home, basically. Because there's like a there's a part of me where Im when I'm in America, I can easily just run away from things. True. It's much easier That's to not. True. Yeah. Like it's easier to avoid your problems than to face them. Yeah. If you're in America, because you know how how everything works, you know That's how the system true. works. Yeah. The language, like it's your, your your main language. You yeah, know what to say. You know how to get out of things, mm -hmm. and that was like my expertise. Mm -hmm. I was really good at getting out of things and <laughs> uh -huh. avoiding things. Yeah. But because I couldn't do that here, because I had to rely on myself, that is something that I've learned to do. Mm -hmm. That has changed me a lot, especially recently, mm -hmm. and also you know healthcare. Mental health care, like I wasn't able to have the resources back in America. Mm -hmm. Really, you think you have more resources in, in Korea when it comes to mental health? Yes, because yeah, America is very like mental health, take care of your mental health, and I feel like Korea they don't really talk about it. Um, I think it's really difficult to find a doctor in America. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because everything America is huge. It is big, so it's like you need to find a doctor or a therapist that aligns with what you're looking for. Yeah. But if you don't find one in your vicinity, how far are you going to drive or how far to are you going to travel? To go to a therapist yeah. or a psychiatrist. That's and true. And does your, do you have insurance? Can you afford it? Yeah, can you afford it? It's big yeah. in America. Yeah. So I started getting professional help mm -hmm. in my mid-20s. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was able to kind of clearly see myself and the position I put myself in. Mm -hmm. Because I've had that help. It, it wasn't the, like me like they were giving me advice or whatever yeah. it was mostly the medication mm -hmm. that i was able to get mm -hmm. very cheap and medication in america mm, is very very expensive and i think at least because i had that mm -hmm. i was able to kind of do a little bit more self self-care yeah self-care yeah self-therapy yeah. pretty much in getting there to where i am now mm -hmm. which is better than before how have you find how have you found it like integrating yourself as a korean america to korean koreans 
like was that hard to do or like dating and socially do you feel like it was harder for you as a korean america american or excuse me for everyday life type of stuff it doesn't really bother me because mm-hmm. stuff like that never really bother me mm-hmm. i am different i always be different yeah you don't care about what people yeah. think about you for sure like that's something i, I think we like yeah. established but also like i don't like being in the box yeah yeah so it's like do i want to be associated Mm -hmm. with either group Mm -hmm. i don't think so i just want to be there i just want to just that is so interesting because i feel like in korea or my experiences of living in korea is like the whole nunchi and koreans wanting to be accepted by other koreans is very severe i feel like we want to be in individuals, but some Koreans really want to be accepted by other Koreans. And I'm not saying that in a bad way because everybody's raised different and, you know, social, cultural differences and all. But do you think that's also because you're Korean-American? Like the American part of you is like, I don't care to really get along with everyone. I think it's just the way that was raised. Mm-hmm. Like I was, my parents were always busy. Mm-hmm. So I pretty much was by myself. I grew up by myself mm-hmm. and I had a, a hard time getting along with other people mm-hmm. p- in like interpersonal wise like I just could not get into the things that they're into because I was going through my own right right you had your own problems to worry about yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I don't know I couldn't just like get into the trends that like what we grew up with yeah like I was more comfortable and more happy with doing my own mm-hmm. but I think it's also because of not being socialized when I was younger. Because mm, so you were alone a lot, right? Yeah, so I that's something that I've been trying to improve, mm-hmm. like obviously if I want to Yeah, be I have better. noticed you definitely get off the map and just come back like nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't hear from you or even see you for like months and then you come back and I'm like, Oh shit, Monica's alive. D- but I feel like adult relationships are like that nowadays are they not that well that's true but for you the thing is you don't post on social media yeah so i really don't know what's going on you know what i mean like for me i post a lot on instagram so like you definitely know i'm alive right it's because all i do is go to work go home and then go to work and on the weekends i work damn you don't want to change that have you ever thought of changing that because i don't even hear you say you're traveling or anything I have certain goals mm-hmm. in my life, and if I don't get it within a certain time frame, mm-hmm. I feel like I just wasted my time. And to me, my biggest pet peeve is wasting time. Bro, because you're not going to get it back. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. no going back in time. It's I don't time. care about wasting money, Yeah. but wasting time is the worst thing. I get irrationally angry. Yeah, wasting time is very annoying. I think me and you are similar in the where we're thinking ahead i do have friends who literally do not care what happens next year they're just like well if i'm still working in the same field great if i'm not well i'll figure it out then but for me and you it's like i need to know what i'm doing next year the thing is i was like that before you were yeah in my early to mid-20s before i got medicated (laughs) (laughs) before i was tranquilized Before the drugs hit, <laughs> like what? <laughs> was it because it was like a mental health thing you were going through where you're like, I just don't care? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that's different then. Yeah. yeah. If you think it was like a mental health thing. Okay, understandable. 
That is so itch. <laughs> Before the drugs, I was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but even after yeah. going to the doctor, getting prescribed mm-hmm. and whatnot, it did take a good four or five years to yeah. actually see my position in my life mm, yeah, yeah. clearly like actually clearly because before i thought i knew mm-hmm. or i thought i kind of was going in the right direction mm-hmm. but looking back i was not seeing the full full picture of everything right. because i was still adamant of keeping to myself staying isolated mm-hmm. not relying on other people and doing things in my way mm-hmm. but i realized that you know, again, like, if I want to do better, I need to play the rules of society. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing is, like, just me, me, me. Yeah. Because I have to integrate. Yeah. You know how I also, like, put, like, that together? It's mm-hmm. because dating in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Speak on it. <laughs> it's a lot out here. <laughs> uh. How it relates to dating and mm-hmm. how I, like, put that connection together mm-hmm. is... I don't like playing games in the middle, in the beginning, Shut I mean. But if you don't you play don't games... You don't do that myrtang? Oh, hell no. The I think that's thang? disrespectful. It's childish. It is childish. Very and childish. It's really disrespectful for the other person to yeah. look at their message and not contact them. But do you feel like that's because you're Korean-American, you're saying that? Because I feel like a lot of Korean girls don't mind it. No, because you do have... You do play games in, in America. Like a little bit, like oh, I shouldn't, game. I shouldn't r- respond back right away. I should just like wait, like ten, fifteen minutes, whatever, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. I realize if you don't play the games, they see you as easy. True. So I realize I do need to play the game. But who has time? Yeah, but like, let's. We need to play the rules of society. If that's what they need to see, that then that's crazy. what they'll get. And that you know what? It makes sense. It makes sense if you come off as direct and too open basically and too open they c- will play you do you find that dating korean koreans and korean americans are different in korea or 100 percent. oh really oh my god it's i mean for so me true 100 percent. but from your perspective i'm interested to hear how how is a korean american man different from like a korean korean when it comes to dating okay so basically what i've said to my friend recently mm-hmm. who broke up with her uh, yeah. Her ex. Her, her mans. Mm-hmm. I told her, like, you need to date a Korean-American or a Korean that has lived abroad because they've went through things that are similar. Mm-hmm, that's true. And they will understand you without mm-hmm. you having to explain yourself because Facts. they have a similar story, whether yeah. it's a friends or a family members. They know. And if they don't, like... it's okay it happens if they don't know they're not korean american let me finish your sentence (laughs) but yeah korean americans would for sure understand another korean american's experience over it's it's not but it's the it's the immigrant trauma that's true that's true that's why we get along (laughs) we both have a whole lot of trauma (laughs) that's just boiling in our bodies the, the, the thing is like the way that you behave, the way that you think, mm-hmm. is stem from your childhood, right? For sure. And because we both have immigrant families or parents, mm-hmm. we know the struggle. We know, like, 
the way that we had to act mm -hmm. when we were younger mm -hmm. and maybe our experiences when we were growing up is completely different but i yeah. know friends and family members that went through your experience. experiences right right so i can relate to that mm -hmm. in a different way mm -hmm. but because korean koreans they don't have that experience they don't really get it because they've been in their bubble for a while because this is their country yeah so. i mean living in korea is such a small country if they haven't seen the world they're gonna think small i can see that and if any guy in korea like korean koreans say that they're open-minded they only think Sexually. Yeah, they yeah, they're thinking sexually. <laughs> we're like, oh, we're open-minded. And then another Korean-Korean is like, I'm open-minded too. So you want to sleep together? And I'm just like... They're talking about threesomes and shit. Yeah, I'm like, what does this have to do with being open-minded? But that is true. I have yeah. noticed that saying I'm open-minded for a Korean-Korean is so different yeah. from what we think open-minded is. And like, I'm not going to understand their problems because I'm not born and raised in Korea. True, like the problems they go through here is very difficult yeah. to understand. So I found that like the difference of like dating a Korean Korean and Korean American, mm -hmm. it was very, one was comfortable, the other one was like turmoil. Very really? turbulent relationship, yeah. In what way? You don't have to say everything, just whatever you're comfortable with. Was it like, uh, one was obsessed while the other one gave you more freedom or like was it one did everything while the other one just kind of laid back and did nothing the korean american one was a lot more actually open-minded mm -hmm. and gave me space and was very like accepting of certain thi things because yeah. he could relate right but the korean korean was very needy mm. and okay. a little bit like not as empathetic because they he just didn't get it he doesn't understand what's going on type yeah. thing which is fine because it's a cultural thing yeah it's a cultural you thing you can't really fix that unless you leave your culture and see other cultures yeah. so it's it's completely understandable but that's when we're like oh i'd rather date a korean american or a kyopo over a korean korean because i think i've told you this before i don't date korean koreans like if you're born in Korea, mm. raised in Korea, never left Korea, I can't see you as what a. What was your experience with dating Korean Koreans? I just found Korean Koreans to be very small-minded and very obsessive. And mm. I feel like kyopos give you more space, and they understand what you're saying. And also, I've I've realized like I also can't date you know someone who doesn't know some parts like a bit of English. Okay. Um, that's very selfish, but it's just when it comes to like understanding each other, um, I don't want to have to like be in the middle of a fight. Like, what does that mean? Let me Google it. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, can you imagine being heated and having to like papa go the conversation? Like, who has time to be doing that? So I, I do prefer that. And also because my parents don't know Korean, like I'm going to have to, mm. um, you're going to need to be able to com communicate with my parents a little bit. Um, yeah. So that's another reason. But yeah, I don't, I can't. I've dated like three, four, and I was just like, this this is not it. You know, even my parents were like, don't date a Korean Korean. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you really need to leave Korea to understand what's going on in the world. Yes. Yeah, and that's everyone. Even Americans who've only been in America. Well, that's a little different, actually. Let me, s let me say, because diversity is a little more. But if you're born in the South in America and you've only lived in the South, your experience is so different from people who've like left their cities, their countries, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so I think the experience is very different for sure when you're mm. dating someone who's only been in the same location their whole life. 
than somebody who's been around, had friends who are foreign. I think it's going to sound really bad, but I swear mm. it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. But when I was able to kind of like look and be more honest about myself, yeah. I realized that if someone were to handle, not handle me, but you know, kind of understand What's me. What's a handle? Oh. Well, yeah. I thought you meant, yeah. okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. I was thinking about it in a different context, <laughs> but okay. Uh -huh. um, if someone were to like actually understand me, because mm -hmm. that's one of my things that I would like in a partner, if yeah. they can actually empathize with me and really understand my feelings, mm -hmm. even if they haven't been through the same experience, mm -hmm. they should actually at least like understand where I'm coming from. Okay, that's but actually a really good reason. But if you know, we live completely different lives in completely different cultures, and it's yeah. gonna be difficult for them to get it, and that's fine. I shouldn't expect that from someone. So, so I'd rather, like rather break up and just be like, I'll yeah. find something else. Yeah. That's actually, a r I, I, I completely understand that. Cause yeah. yeah, if you can't understand where I'm coming from and I have to explain every single little detail. We need to, we need to go through out. the same emotional childhood trauma. <laughs> <laughs> you meet a guy and you're like, so what's your childhood trauma? Can you can you holler at me real quick? Can you imagine? And your first date is just traumatic experiences you've handled as a child. That would actually be a dope date. Just actually, pouring your heart out. Like, bro, this is the traumatic stuff actually, I went through. That would be a great date. That would be date. a great third date. Because <laughs> <laughs> that probably would be the last date that you guys have. <laughs> that sounds like a cheap therapist. I never, like, it's crazy because this year when I went back to America, I met some of, like, my old high school friends. And I can't tell you how much traumatic things we were talking about. We are just like, high school was freaking traumatic. And I never thought about it until we had that conversation. And I was able to, like, tell them my experiences. And they were like, oh, snap. High school was not that good. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why any person that tells me that they loved high school and they want to go back is a red flag for me. For me, I, I don't even want to be in your vicinity. Because how? And oh. oh my god that you need to be have a certain demeanor <laughs> to be able to thrive in that sort of environment you need to be the bully to be able to survive <laughs> no, <laughs> controversial. Like, that is definitely controversial i'm not <laughs> saying everybody who thrived in high school was a bully because my brother thrived and it's just because he was very very smart and very very sociable but i i do think it's it is definitely a red flag if you're like oh my God, I want to go back to high school. Because I think high school, I don't want to throw up. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm physically like, huh. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I so, yeah. If, if, would you go back if you had no. the knowledge? Even with now? $10 million, no, I'm not going back. Even with the, the knowledge the I have now, have. I would have to beat kids up to be popular, and I can't do it. Because that's how people thrived in my high school. Like, they would have to be bullies, and I can't do it. Like, no amount of money will make me, like, bully a child. I mean, Maybe, what if your your goal is not to be popular? It was just to, like, find your own thing. Which like, was my learn. goal. I was just there to study and learn. But I still got picked on. You went to school to study and learn? What did you go to school for? To survive. <laughs> survive at home. I had to. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. I went to, no, what I'm saying is I went to just study and learn. But all these people still found a way to pick on me. That's what I'm trying to say. So I had to learn how to survive, but I don't even think with the, the knowledge I have now as an adult, I feel like I would still be very icky to go back to school with those kids. Like the kids I oh went yeah, to school 100%. with. Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't, I don't I think can't. I could have... I would have wanted to make friends in high school if I went to go back. I can't. But at least I would have used the resources that were available to me at like that time. what? Teachers didn't even listen when you tell them you're getting picked. Well, my school, I oh. we didn't go to the same school, by the way, obviously. 
but I mean, there were. I mean, my school had a lot of like extracurricular activities. Oh, I see what you mean. Like that. Mm-hmm. I could have at least like learned something, or maybe not even go to high school. I just drop out, get my GED. To be honest, that would probably earlier. be faster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For me, I did all that, but I s- still, I was in sports every single season, and I mm. still had people who thought I was something to pick really? on. Really? So. Why? I have a big forehead. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at her forehead the entire time. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I've been looking. Well, for me, it was also like my forehead was something they like always went after. Like I never really got along with the black kids because they were like, I'm not black enough for them. You know what I mean? Like I'm not talking like this all the time. Like I'm not doing all that. It's too much. It's a lot of work. I don't want to put that work in. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? And also, my parents didn't have money to buy me Jordans or, like, nice clothes. I was yeah, out they, here wearing they, high water. They so. really looked at stuff like that, yeah. like what you're wearing. But you have to dress exactly like them. Yes. And you know what's crazy? Like, when I was a kid, I wore high water. you know high waters are? Like, when your pants are not, like, long enough. Okay, yeah, yeah. I never knew it's because I have long legs and they have shorter legs than I. Than I. So, like, their pants fit well. But my pants were always shorter but it made it seem like I was poor. But no, I'm just long-legged. And as an adult now, I understand. But as a kid, I was always like, why are my pants never reaching the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, you didn't put that two together? No, because they were always picking on me. So I was like, maybe it's just because I'm too poor to buy pants You know, to I fit. was picked on for s- going to sleep early. How the hell do they know what time you sleep? Because I told them like, oh, I, I'm sleeping at that time. And they're like, you want to sleep at you that sleep? time? Like maybe nine ten. Yeah, I'd believe. So. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I nine or ten is sleep. like normal. What time were they sleeping? I don't, she was bragging that she slept really late, and I'm like, no, cool she did not. Her you. parents were definitely taking her to bed early. What? What's what's so cool about sleeping late? She was a loser. But she, she's not doing too much with her life right now. I mean, they're all fr- still friends with each other, I think. Of course they are. So I Kids who are mean and bully in high school, they're always friends. But see, this is what I mean by trauma. We can talk about our high school trauma oh. this whole episode. Like, when I tell you, I've, I've gone through so many traumatic experiences. You know in, what? In the thing is, like, how I went through it is that mm-hmm. I, I was always self-isolating myself because of stuff, mm-hmm. right? I really feel bad for the kids in high school who get bullied. Like, I really, really feel bad for them. The ones that can't handle it yeah but it gave me character so <laughs> yeah it definitely gave me character too and i'm not saying like you know being bullied is great it's not <laughs> it sucks like they always say like the axe forgets the tree remembers i remember every person who bullied me but i bet they don't remember me it's like that but i definitely do feel like it definitely put me in a spot where i'm like i want to be successful i'm mm-hmm. not trying to be a teen mom because most of them are teen moms like, oh you know shit. what I mean? Like, okay. there was a lot of teen pregnancy happening in I my I mean, I, in my eyes, you already won, so. True. I <laughs> hit 19, and I was like, hey, yo, I'm still not pregnant out here. <laughs> I haven't even had my first the kiss. The bar is so Like, low. oh, my bar is low. <laughs> I was not even thinking about men back then. Yeah, guys, high school trauma. This would be a great episode later on to just, like, yeah, I mean, talk I, about high school I trauma. I was thinking about making a podcast about childhood trauma Bro. for immigrant families bro that would be heavy episodes oh the episodes would be heavy yes yes but just like the last episode where i asked colin to rate these places from highest to lowest and tell me why i'll also be asking you the same thing so i told you the places were hongdae gangnam itaewon and shinza so where would you place that from best to worst 
my go-tos mm-hmm. were Gangnam and Shinsa. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Gangnam is a huge area. Wh- which part of Gangnam are you talking about? Gangnam Station, Gangnam. When I say Gangnam, that's what I mean. Hongdae, okay. I mean Hongdae Station. Okay, Gangnam Station can go to the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? Bro, Gangnam is hateable. Gangnam Station is like, it's just... By the way, not like the station station. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a mix of tours mm-hmm. with a lot of flagship stores. Mm-hmm. Oh, facts. With terrible cafes, with terrible <laughs> coffee and desserts. <laughs> it's just right? the interior that's okay. Yeah, and yeah. really bad restaurants. Oh my, the restaurants are so yeah, bad they're there. Not the they're for tourists, for sure. Why would they serve bad food to tourists? Because <laughs> tourists don't know. They're like, ooh, Korea. Oh, okay, yes. Ooh, it's Korea. And on the other side of Gangnam Station mm-hmm. is where all the hunting bars and the pochas ah, the are. Yeah. And yeah. The, there is a p- that's where you get followed around. People like, oh, you can't, like two yeah. people, two people, you want to join yeah. our table? Yeah. Yeah. So Gangnam is worse, and then what? Gangnam and Hongdae are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. They're very gentrified, mm-hmm. so you're not going to find like, like nice private, privately owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's a lot, a lot of franchises. Yeah, a right. lot of franchises, a lot of, like, expensive. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we end the episode? I think for people who want to come to Korea, mm-hmm. it's a fun time, but you should do your research before coming here. You need to be more realistic about your expectations. You're going to come here thinking mm-hmm. one thing, and then you get s- super disappointed. The yeah. best thing to do is come here with no expectations of what it will be like mm-hmm. and you will find that your experiences will be a lot more interesting have an open mind mm-hmm. don't have expectations when you come here right be realistic about your future right because you can't turn around time you can't get that time back so when you're here make it worth it right yeah well and that is the words monica has said mm-hmm. are you are you happy about the last words yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> okay, bad. <laughs> well, thank you guys again for watching another episode of Korea Unfiltered, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Bye, Bye. guys. And thank you, Monica, for coming. I forgot <laughs> to say that. Bye. <laughs>